Hi there! Today we're going to be talking about how it only takes three seconds to imitate your grandma. My name is Steve, this is QA Weekly, and you're going to learn how far scammers have gotten using AI to trick you into losing your life savings today. With the advent of artificial intelligence, we have been able to create a multitude of tools that are perfectly capable of duplicating our voice and text, how we write, our actual voices, how we look like, create artificial beings with artificial personalities that some lonely people talk to. We're able to use it for medical technology. We're able to use it for programming and other domains. It is a real useful tool that helps us in our everyday lives. It is great at answering questions and even helping us with the way that we think. The amount of audio recording that was required before to duplicate your voice also used to be quite a bit. It used to be anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes for something that is okay-ish to a near-perfect match. And that has been brought down by tools such as Microsoft's new AI called Valley all the way down to three seconds, which is why I said it only takes three seconds to imitate your grandma. There are groups that are more affected by this, like those of Indian descent from India that live just like anywhere around the world, not just in India, but anybody who has a heavy accent might have an issue trying to figure out a artificial voice from a realistic voice. So it really does depend on who we are that ends up being targeted. However, the better this technology gets, the more people get caught in this. And currently AI driven voice phone calls, especially the scams, have actually tricked thousands of people into losing millions of dollars. You can go onto your favorite search engine and look it up and you'll see stories from just about every news organization that has stories of thousands of people being conned out of their money and most of the phone calls usually occur like this. A family member or a friend calling you up in peril or distress, needing your personal information or money to be sent immediately, otherwise bad things will happen and it will ask for personal information or for you to send money to a different bank account, whether they are so-called so injured or under arrest or detained at the border somewhere or trapped somewhere that they were visiting but can't travel out of. Basically, what might be normal for some people but is complete nonsense for the rest of us. So there are a few things that you need to make sure are being addressed before you even think that this is a legitimate person. And some of it does step on previous um, points and suggestions that I have made in the past. So first of all, if we go to uh, movies, which might help, uh, the first thing you might want to consider asking are obscure questions that have responses that are not publicly known. Don't ask mother's maiden name. Everybody has that. It's even on Facebook. Don't ask that. Even I don't use a mother's maiden name. It's public information. You should also ask it questions of things that it should know. Things that happen in its everyday life. We're saying it's because we're assuming this is AI. So you should ask it things that it should know. Where it goes, how it gets it, how it takes its coffee, what kind of dessert it likes, if it even takes certain things, is it on a diet? Things that are not necessarily online, but a normal person would know about their own life and that others might know about them without it necessarily being public domain. You should also try communicating with that person or it by alternate means, not provided by the initial call. 
a suggestion I have given in the past to make sure that you are actually talking to a government official, police officer, banks, and whatever. They will give you a ID number for the phone call or the actual transaction or whatever that you can use to call back into the system using a number that you can look up online that is not given by initial call. Since a lot of places will be like, okay, well, you can just search for us on the internet, go ahead. Just make sure you are on the correct website. But if you already know this person, you already know how to get a hold of them by calling their phone. And if somebody says, well, on the caller ID, their phone number is clearly visible, you can spoof this information. So you clearly want to call back. If it is the correct phone number, you'll be able to reconnect to it. But if somebody spoofed the phone number, then obviously you're dealing with a fraud. The other detail, the fourth detail, is to never provide any personal details whatsoever. Your friends and family are supposed to know when you were born, where you were born, mother's maiden names, and details like this. They're supposed to know this. They shouldn't be asking this. If somebody is asking you this information, saying they're about to die or in peril or they're trapped, hang up. They're supposed to know this information, you know? And that is a huge red flag. If somebody's asking you a lot of personal information, trying to get into your bank account, trying to get you to send money and whatever, and a situation just seems a little bit unbelievable, you know, like even a fraction of a percent, here's the next thing you should do. End the call as quickly as possible. You should always start with this last detail first. You should try to end the call as quickly as possible. Why? Because the longer you stay on the phone, the easier it is to trick you into doing what they want. Eventually, all of us will break. So the quicker you get off the phone call, the better. And after you let go of the phone call and you've confirmed that it's not true, call the authorities and have an investigation brought in. At least write what happened so that they can start an investigation. And even if they can't start one right away, like I said, just about every news organization out there has many of these horror stories going on. If enough people report it, they'll have a kind of ability to start investigating because they'll have more and more and more details that gives us the information that they actually need in order to set forth into dealing with these groups. Because remember, once a technique stops working, the bad guys will stop using it, which is ultimately the point. So, like this episode if you like it, dislike it if you didn't, share with those you just looking benefit from this, and don't forget to subscribe. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions for topics, email me at askatsikiwayweek.com or go to my website, tikiwayweek.com. You can see the show notes on this episode, past others, find other ways of subscribing, and of course, use the contact form to email me directly. And if you want to see me play video games, I still play at twitch.tv slash zaxis1981 every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern where I'm currently playing Assassin's Creed Mirage. Thank you for watching and goodbye.